This is Vibe Check, the podcast you go to for the latest hits, trends, and tips. You're currently listening to All My Life by Drew Rivera, so be sure to go check him out on Spotify, SoundCloud, and other music streaming services. Now on to your host, Bella Bianchini. Welcome back to Vibe Check, and thank you for tuning in on this lovely Friday. Now, it's already that time of year again where students head back to school. At Woodland, we're currently on to our third week. However, there's a prevalent issue that needs addressing, attire. While thinking of this particular subject, we thought, who would know more about the topic than Gianna Costanzo? She's a junior at Woodland who interviewed the enforcers of said dress code and wrote an article informing the public on Hawk headlines. Be sure to check that out for more in-depth knowledge on how our vice principal, Dana Mulligan, views our dress code and why it's important in an educational setting. Now, let's get into it. Welcome, Gianna. Um, let's just start off nice and easy. You know, what's your opinion on the dress code? What do you think, you know, how does it affect students? Why does it belong in the school place? Nice and easy like that. First, Bella, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, my opinion on the dress code is I feel as long as students are wearing clothing that covers them and, you know, the essentials, I feel like they're fine. I don't exactly agree with the dress code because I feel that it micromanages us and I feel like us women should have the right to express ourselves in our clothing and yes school is not a fashion show but you want your students to feel comfortable in what they're wearing and in their everyday life. I absolutely agree. I think some of the measures of the dress code are completely, you know, outrageous too. Like I would question myself, how does my stomach distract people from their learning environment. How do my shoulders, like, I think, you know, I really thought about it and I took the perspective that we're sexualizing young girls. You know, that's what my thoughts came down to, where I'm not allowed to wear the clothes that I want to wear because I'm a distraction to other people. Exactly, I completely agree. And it comes down to why do the women have to be punished for this when you're saying it's because of the male students? If I'm wearing a crop top, why is it my problem that the boys are distracted because of it? Shouldn't they be taught to not be distracted by the stomach? But also, it also comes down to how is my stomach distracting? How does it stop them from learning? I don't get it. No, I I absolutely and completely agree. And it even comes down to like this gender bias where it's like the girls, you know, we have what, five, six, seven rules even that we have to follow where, okay, well, you're not supposed to be wearing rips in your jeans. That typically only applies to girls because ripped jeans are more appealing to, I shouldn't say more appealing, but um, in the sense that typically girls wear them more often. So, but they don't really enforce that here at Woodland, but that is a general rule, you know, not wearing crop tops, stuff like that. Like you said, how does my navel interfere with someone else's learning? You know, the shoulders, that's another big one that um, some schools decide to dress code, others don't really enforce. Um, But even with like the simple stuff, like I can understand, you know, maybe not showing bra straps, but I can't understand like basic stuff where it's like, how are you gonna dress code the girls? But then the only rules that stand in place for the boys are, you know, not wearing hats, not wearing like anything like facial coverings that are like vulgar or anything like that, and then not wearing your pants below the butt. And yet I'll see girls getting dress coded for their belly buttons hanging out, and guys can wear their pants like far below their boxers. And still, there's no repercussions. 
Yes, for an example, the other day I was walking in the hallway and I saw a male student with his pants way below his belt line. You saw his whole underwear and the only thing the teacher had to say was, sir, pull up your pants. He pulled them up maybe half an inch and then the teacher went on their way and dress coded a girl for having her belly button out. Where it's how come he can walk around with his underwear hanging out but you can't see her belly button. So it brings up the great topic, you know, are boys held to the same standards as girls? Are girls held to the same standards as boys? Do you think there's this professionalized equality in a school setting? No, there is no equality whatsoever. It's seen every day in the dress code, in, in everything. Like you said, women have more dress code rules than men. And I am going to do a direct call out a little bit. So Mr. Ogren made a Schoology post where he said, parents, please make sure your daughters are wearing full-length shirts. And it leads me to believe, what if a male student came in wearing a crop top? What if a male student came in wearing short shorts? What if a male student came in wearing with their shoulders exposed? Would they be dress coded and held to the same standards as females? Would they face the same repercussions? as us females. I, I absolutely agree. You know, it brings up an interesting topic where a couple weeks ago, you know, it it's hot right now. Um, and especially in the school where we either have it's very hot or it's very cold. There is like no medium. But I saw a guy, you know, come in and he was wearing a tank top. You know, definitely doesn't fit the whole three finger rule on the shoulder. Um, and he's wearing his pants below his belt line. Like you said, not a single person stopped him in the hall. Not a single person. And that's disgusting for me personally because if a woman had if a female student had come in wearing that same thing she would have been stopped as she immediately walked through the door she would have been stopped that's exactly it and then we have to enforce okay now we have to universalize um at will this topic that okay just because one girl did it now we have to generalize the entire population of girls mm -hmm. just because if one girl let's just say shows her bra or she has um some kind of wardrobe malfunction then the entire population of girls at Woodland are at fault. So now we have to, you know, the incoming freshmen, they're going to get a stern talking to. And they're going to be told, okay, as you go up as a sophomore, as a junior, as a senior, you have to follow these rules. You know, sophomores, same exact thing. Okay, now you guys are approaching, you know, junior year, senior year. Those are the years that matter for college. All right? So you have to learn how to dress for that. Junior year, now we're being taught about professionalism, right? Which raises the great question, what attire qualifies as professional? You know, we're told at school you're supposed to dress kind of like business casual, you know, like we come in casual and then we'll have our meetings like at, um, I should say more of the professional side applies to certain clubs and stuff like that. You know, overall we come to school in more of casual attire and then sometimes if you do like a club or if you do a sport, they'll have you dress a little bit more professionally. Maybe you'll have to wear a dress or maybe you'll have to wear like a suit and tie, stuff like that. What are we considering to be professional in the school world? What are we considering to be appropriate? Wear. Well, according to the dress code, appropriate attire is pants that start at the belly button, go down to the ankles with no holes in between, preferably not leggings also, because I have a, I know someone who was dress coded for wearing leggings, um, and for shirts, probably something long sleeve that touches the bottom of the pants, and that is loose and not tight, but not too baggy also. Because, you know, it can't touch your skin, but it also can't hang off your skin. 
when I think of what they think is professional attire for school, I just think of the stores and what the stores are putting out. There are no teenage stores that are putting out anything that follows that. Every store you walk into, ripped jeans. Every store you go into, crop tops. If you do specifically go looking for something that fits the attire, it's not appealing. It's not pleasing to the eye. And don't you want students to feel comfortable in what they're wearing? Because on days where I come to school in just a random outfit that I threw together because I woke up late, I am not learning my best. I'm not feeling my best because I don't look my best, because I'm not confident in what I'm wearing. So it brings me to my head, and all day I'm just focusing on how I don't look okay. It ruins my learning a little bit. So they want us to wear clothing that we don't feel confident in, and that affects our learning more than a crop top would. That's, you know, there are a couple great points there that I definitely want to address. Like you said, when you walk into a stores, most of the teenage stores, you know, like Forever 21, American Eagle, even Garage, like stores like that, they're made appealing to teenagers because they're trendy. You know, there are like recent fits and stuff like that where you want to buy clothes like that so you can fit in, so you can feel confident, so you can be part of that majority. Um, and I think that's part of our culture. You know, we've Americanized a lot of things. And one of the things that this dress code does is A, not only, like you said, take away students' confidence, B, it slightly infringes on their self-expression. I think that's a big part of this. And C, you know, it's not really appealing to, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't use the word appealing, but it's not, is it really our fault of the clothes that we wear and the stuff that we put out when the media, when stores, when the production lines are all sending out these type of clothes, saying, okay, well, the tops that you can buy here are all these kind of really, really cute crop tops. Like you said, um, they're really tight-fitting, and they're more appealing to girls that are a little bit on the uh, thinner side. And then there's another store, okay, well, these clothes, you know, are a little bit more fitting for curvy girls and everything like this. So, you know, is it, at the end of the day, our fault for wanting to buy these clothes and wear these clothes when that's what's being sold to us? It is not our fault, but they are trying to blame us for, like you said, what the media is putting out, what the clothing stores are pushing out. They are trying to blame us for just shopping. I, you mentioned garage. I often shop there, and I walk in. I would grab five, six different shirts, go to try them on. They barely go past my ribcage. Like mm -hmm. the beginning of my ribcage, mm -hmm. they barely go down. But that is what everyone is wearing. That is all they have so if I only shopped there I would have to buy only that and wear only that to school so why should I be punished for what they have that's no I completely agree and it even goes back to the point you know is the current day dress code out of date you know it has a lot of topics like we talked about with the ripped jeans with the shoulders with the belly button should that stuff be reinforced or should there be a revision over our dress code to say, does this really matter? In my research for the article that I wrote, if you go on the Region 16 website and go to the Parent Student Handbook, it has not been updated since the 2018-2019 school year. They don't even try to hide it. It's right there in the title. It says 18-19 Parent Student Handbook. Societal standards have changed since 2018-2019. They have changed since then. They have grown immensely. 
they have evolved no yeah that's good absolutely and like you're saying societal standards have changed as have you know students bodies and what's become acceptable and what we look like nowadays there is a ton of movements about free expression and body positivity and i think you know part of that is this dress code i wouldn't say it's technically universal but at the same time you know there used to be the whole um shorts rule where oh your shorts would have to be longer than your fingertips when they were like um, past your thighs and stuff like that and so to girls that have longer arms or to guys that have longer arms you know now they're being penalized for genetics it's the same thing where let's just say that you're a little bit on the taller side so you maybe have a bigger stomach or like you know waist um, appendix everything like that than maybe some other people you're being penalized let's just say you can't find shirts that you like that fit your body that make you confident without showing a little skin on the stomach now you're being penalized for that. What do you think about that? I think body types should be taken into account because just like you said, people are tall. I myself, I have long legs. So if I wear a pair of shorts that my five foot friend wears, it'll go to a different point in her legs than it would on mine. It might look like, you know, not the most appropriate term, but it might look like booty shorts on me, but it'll be appropriate on her because of our height difference. And I feel like students shouldn't be penalized because of that because it's, it is genetics. It is nothing that we can fix. It's nothing that we can fault. And with women's jeans, okay, you just do one size. It's like zero, three, five, seven, twelve, all that. But men's they have the waist size and the leg size, and that's how they always get stuff that fits them. But women, you could be super, super tall, but also super, super skinny, and you could go to get a size zero pant, and the pant legs don't fit you because you're so tall and because it's only measured by your waist size and not your leg size. That is also a big thing. And in society today, this is a kind of a different topic. In society today, we are being taught to be confident in our bodies, to show off our bodies, even if we're skinny, if we're curvy, if we're on the plus side, if we're anything. We are being taught to embrace it and to show it off. And that is kind of why these clothing stores are pushing out clothes that help us show off our bodies. Like you mentioned, there are stores that appeal to the skinnier type, to the curvier type, and they have clothes that just show off that body type. And that's what we want to buy. We want to show it off. We want to be confident. We want to wear what we feel comfortable in. But the school just doesn't support that. No, I absolutely agree. And I think it's really only in, like, uh, how should I say this? Elementary through middle through high school. You know, even elementary schoolers, they don't really have to worry about the dress code because your parents dress code you most of the time, you know, at that ages. But once you hit middle school and high school, that's when it really starts to get bad. That's when people actually start enforcing this dress code that doesn't appeal to everyone, like you said. Um, and I think, you know, once you get to the college level, they don't care about that stuff. Because I think the biggest thing that really hit me as I was thinking about this is that colleges care more about your learning. They're like, okay, well, college is all on you. That's when it's your time to come and take the material, your time to apply it. Your grades are on you. They're just there to help you along the way middle school and high school, they're prepping you to go to college. But I think the concept should still be the same. They should be caring more about your education and motivating students to want to care about their education than motivating students to change how they dress to fit some type of, you know, 
standard that's that doesn't apply to everyone um especially like you said you used to have curvy students you know there are girls that obviously as you go through puberty are going to have bigger busts or you know bigger behinds and so like you said some of the clothes that you get are obviously going to be a little bit tighter and maybe fit those places are going to give you a little confidence because they show off your curves because they embrace your natural body and we've put this term that oh now that's not appropriate now you're a distraction for your genetics you know, now we've coined that term in schools. And it brings me back to you know, one of our wrapping up points about our schools training girls to face sexualization at a young age to help them in the future. Schools are training girls to just let boys be boys. A term you're gonna hear a lot if you are a young girl, boys will be boys. And instead of teaching the boys to respect women, we teach women to not entice boys. That is what they are teaching us. No, no, I absolutely, I 100% agree. And I think that entire fact that we're sexualizing minors, children, you know, once you get to high school, and I think, you know, so for some people, you turn 18 in your senior year, right? Okay, now you're at that adult age where once you go into college, you are an adult. So you should have the right to dress how you want. But at the same time, like you said, we're teaching boys you know it's okay because the girls are gonna take the f the girls are gonna take the fall for it you know the girls are gonna have to respect you guys so make sure that we're not a decision in your learning when at the same time at the end of the day school is all about individual learning school is all about okay well who can get the highest grade on this test who can do the best you know who's gonna get the farthest in life so i think you know it's a great point to wrap up upon that we're teaching all of this, you know, respecting our bodies, respecting each other, respecting the school system. And the schools aren't respecting our reputations. They're not respecting our bodies. And above all else, they're not respecting our confidence or our choices. Because at the end of the day, we're training these young girls and, and trying to make the learning environment this safe place when it all comes back to the fact that, you know, we feel safe in our bodies and we feel comfortable in our bodies. So why should we have to hide them? Why should we have to punish ourselves for something that we don't have control of? Exactly. Why should we have to conform to the student, to the administrator's ideas of what a female should be we don't want to do that. We don't want to conform. We want to be ourselves. We want to be confident. We want to stand out. Absolutely. You know, and I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on this podcast, Gianna, today. I would love to have maybe a part two where we address a couple other issues and bring in, you know, the administrative point of view on this. You know, maybe our vice principal, how she sees topics like this. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And that is all for today. So to see more of our content, check out our social medias at vibe underscore check 23. For any comments, questions, or suggestions, reach out to us through DM or email at vibecheck0203 at gmail.com.